Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media. And with me, I have the wonderful Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Gymshark. We call ourselves SEO SAS because we are your guys' special answering service when it comes to SEO. So each week we will pick interesting topics and debates. So we basically just talk about it and get you answers. This show is brought to you by the team at Like Mind Media. Like Mind Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. They're actually using their podcast game equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like Ah, thanks, Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello, how are you doing? I have to say, I've got to get used to saying Gymshark instead of Soak.com. I know, it is, yeah. It's, it's almost like when I got married. <laughs> All over again, I need to it stop is. changing things. Just, just, I don't like change, Hannah. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> I am um, sorry. <laughs> but are you really? <laughs> but yes. I have to point out, how good is it to both be on microphones? Yes. We're back together, guys. We are back together. Got a bit more of a professional sound, although it's slightly echoey, but a but, lot more professional. Yes, but that, yeah, we are in their old, um, so obviously we're in the new Like Mind media offices. Which are amazing, by the way. Thank you. So cool. And yes, it is a bit echoey, but we will be having a podcast shed soon. So that's all exciting and Very fun. exciting. I'm a bit injured today, Hannah. Tell everybody what happened. <sighs> It, it hurt is what happened so if uh if you've listened to other episodes you know that I'm crazy and do the sport that is roller derby mm-hmm. and I had a little accident actually no I'm not gonna say that because it sounds like I weed myself or something <laughs> I didn't do that um, not usually that painful either <laughs> no, I've definitely done some damage if uh, it hurts when I'm weeing uh, we are not a medical show anyway uh, so yes I fell over and I sat right on my wheel and it was turning as I sat on it <laughs> and exactly and you know when you get a bit of pain that's so much that you feel a bit sick yes Ugh. and yeah so I had to crawl off track and then curse bless her she was like because obviously like with where it was I couldn't really see <laughs> what had, what had happened so she was like do you want do you want me to check and I was like I don't know I don't know if I just want to be in denial and just never know quite what I've done to myself but yeah <laughs> but I'm fine just got a bruise <laughs> and I love how funny you're finding I know, this I'm situation it, well to be honest it's quite you it's quite me quite me how how are you doing how's how's Gymshark Gymshark is amazing it is just a super awesome place to work people are amazing the work is amazing the place is amazing the food is amazing so I took a photo yesterday and I'll show you later um so we had a Friday I had pizza for lunch after I did boxing at lunchtime okay at the gym so you earned your pizza yeah hell yeah I think I need another one today, actually. And yeah, the, the, like the, the, even the pizza boxes are just like Gymshark branded. They're just so cool. And Dom said he like showed it around his office and <laughs> sat there next to my next to my manager. And and she was like, "Are you taking a photo to send to Dom?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> of course I am. I'm still a newbie. It's all still super cool. <laughs> You're still a baby shark. A baby shark." <laughs> yeah definitely oh, well I'm glad that you're enjoying it thank you and I mean you get to wear joggers to work every day joggers leggings all the cool stuff I mean that is the life yeah that's really the dream is. really isn't it <laughs> it 
it is, yeah. I'm going to start turning up to like mind. I mean, actually, I don't think Paul would mind that much. No. I mean, if we've got a client meeting, I'm guessing Jogger's probably not a good shout. Perfect client, I guess. Well, yes. Yeah. If they're a sporty, we just need to get some sporty brands on board, don't yeah. we? Yeah. If you're a sporty brand and want to work with me... <laughs> So I can wear joggers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Please do. Anything to do with roller, do- roller derby. What were you going to say? I think um, my, my head wanted me to say hockey. Roller hockey. But then I knew it was derby, so I was going to say docky. Docky. Yeah, sorry about that. Come on, warm up that brain, I know, Hannah. come on. Right, so what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Google <laughs> Starmageddon and why reviews are so important for SEO. I love the title of this. The Starmageddon. Yeah. I think, I don't know who came up with it, but it's not, just, it's not, it just wasn't take me. It. it wasn't me. No. <laughs> it does sound quite dumb. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, it's not it was dumb. more industry. I'm sure I've read it on like Search Engine Journal or something like that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so for transparency. For to give it to us, yeah. yeah. I'd love to just take, take uh, credit for that, but no. So Google Starmageddon is basically where the stars are coming out of search engine results. So when you've Googled something and you've you've got a load of results on the page and then some of them have got stars underneath them where they've got reviews. So Google's decided to remove a lot of those and we're going to talk about why. Oh, why Google? Why are you doing that? (laughs) So... Okay, that's a good, I think that's a good topic and one that we can really get our teeth into. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to start off, I really wanted to talk about why we have reviews in the first place. So if you think about sort of the evolution of commerce, I guess, and retail or or anything and business in, in general, when you've started off, so say it's a product and you're in a shop, chances are you're only going to buy something if you think it, you've read about it on the on the label or anything like that, I think it's going to do a good job or it's got, if you're gluten-free, it doesn't have wheat in it, all that kind of stuff. But then if you've read about it somewhere else, if you've read about it in the newspaper or a friend has recommended a certain type of shampoo or something like that, you're automatically more likely to buy, aren't you? Yes, definitely. And when it comes to B2B, reviews and recommendations are super important, aren't they? So especially things like... Um, professional services so solicitors accountants things like that all your referrals are bread and butter a lot of the time so again relying on people to tell other people how great you are so when it comes to online the way you do that is with a review Mm -hmm. generally obviously you've got social media and affiliates and all that kind of stuff but on your actual website your shop front reviews are really really important yes agreed so it's it's yeah that's why I think we have reviews okay and another good point to bring up here about why why we have reviews is to talk about eat yes so I mean my boss hates me every time I just like bring up the word eat he's like you know stop stop because I bring it up all the time (laughs) but so eat so when did when did eat come about was it it was this year was this year I think it was wasn't it around March March so it was so basically just as a quick recap because we did do a whole episode about it but just for a quick recap, so EAT um, stands for Expertise, Authority and Trust. And it's basically, so Google wanted websites to show how they were expert, authority, authoritative, sorry, not authority, uh, and trusted sort of thing. And it definitely, um, it affected 
majority of sites but more so um medic at uh, like health your money lifestyle your, life. your money yeah. in your life um, those sorts of uh, because google wants to sort of protect users sort yeah. of thing so it, it wasn't marked by the way i feel oh. like my like my sense of time at the moment is completely out the window it was last year last year well i mean time goes very fast yeah. doesn't it so basically and reviews very much comes underneath this umbrella of eat yeah definitely you can apply to all of them really can't yeah so so i'll start with expertise Mm -hmm. so has your company won any awards and if your company has won any awards make sure you're showing that Mm -hmm. also so author of blogs on websites have they got credible credentials qualifications to back up what they're saying is correct and good advice yeah and have you got a profile page or a guest to even show people that they've yeah. got those qualifications or is it does it say somewhere on the website does it link to them that kind of thing yeah like so you might have a team page and it have like a bit of a bio of ba- about each of the pe- people and why and why they're trusted and an expert yeah, definitely. So when it comes to showing that your website is authoritative, things like ratings. So again, reviews and ratings come in really well here. So if you've got Trustpilot or Yelp and you've got reviews on there, that that's a good indicator. But also how many times, so you've, you've mentioned having an author on blogs or articles. If they've been quoted in publications link to those can you cite those that kind of thing just to show that they actually wrote for the Washington Post or even the Daily Mail do you know what I mean I don't know and is the content well written yes that kind of thing so it just it just shows Google that you've got links to things that have been published externally and the kind of level at which that's been written the kind of reading age all that kind of stuff yes yes all that good stuff and then obviously we've got trust so things to bear in mind here is can people contact the people behind the website yes and that's so important because that needs it needs to be easy for someone to know how to contact a business yeah and you can't be faceless anymore no 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 definitely not is there a an about us section so I mean I hear in the past talking to like clients and businesses they're like oh what's the point of an about us section no one reads them they're not that (laughs) important and I'm like no you need them sort of thing so yes it's very very important to have an about us and a good an about us yeah oh, not yeah. a weak not a paragraph. one yeah. yeah more than a paragraph like actually talk about your business and why why you're good at what you do yeah. what is your usp what you who is behind what's your values and and all that sort of lovely stuff so definitely having about us and then so sort of as above of your point how many times an author has been cited linked to and from which other high authority websites and yeah. again link and back to what you said about making making sure that you're making the most of them yeah so if they're a university lecturer and they've got a profile on the university as well as on your website amazing of course amazing (laughs) okay so going into the actual algorithm itself because that's what starmageddon is it's an algorithm change so google has created an algorithm now which will basically pick out search engine results and it's called like it technically it's rich results so it's all linked to schema um, but it will pick out the ones where it's it's a review that's kind of giving yourself a pat on the back. Interesting. So if it's directly linked to your company and it's, it's linked via a certain type of schema that way, then it will, I'm trying to explain this in a very simple way that even I understand. If it, Yeah, it's, it's directly linked to your company in the schema, tagged up that way, it won't like it. If it's linked okay. as though it's kind of about a product or something like that, and it's less giving yourself a pat on the back, that's a bit different. 
Okay, that, you've explained that. That really, makes sense. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll go into more detail. So it was pre-announced. It was another one that was pre-announced so that Google could say they were actually doing it rather than a load of speculation. And it was pre-announced by Google on the 24th of September this year. I think they've started announcing core algorithm updates so that they can name them rather than we give them funny names. Um, <laughs> they want to have control. Yeah, exactly. So it, it basically announced that it will show rich results of pages with a clear set of schema types. So within those types and in one of the perhaps biggest changes to rich results, they're making it a mandatory requirement to name the property in featured snippets. Okay. So when we're talking about rich results, feature snippets, we're talking about, well, the feature snippets are the bits that come, it's like position zero basically yeah, yeah, on the yeah. search engine results page. It'll either come at the right or it'll come at the top of the page and it'll be usually an image and then an excerpt yeah. so it's like um you don't the user doesn't have to click on something to get the answer the answer is yeah. normally there and which is quite still annoying links through. yeah <laughs> i mean it still links through but the person gets the answer quickly and in, in in on the platform yeah definitely yeah so going back to the name property in future snippets then so i think the reason for that and the way that i understand it is that google doesn't mistake something like say like an amazon product review for a business review okay so by saying this product was amazing it like it's a hoover it works really really well that kind of thing it hoovers really really good <laughs> it sucks amazingly um <laughs> it's not saying the company's amazing it's not saying these are a great company to do business with that kind of thing so that's okay. why the name has to be in yes pretty much everything to be to have a review related to it so, and one of the most confusing parts of this whole thing was whether third-party review sites would be okay. So say, for example, you've got Trustpilot and Trustpilot will show every review, even if it's a negative one, whereas you've got other review platforms which will let you um, control which reviews you show on your website. Okay, that, I mean, that rings alarm bells. Yeah, well, there's companies that do it and, and fair enough, they've been able to get away with it. But, it works for them or it has done so far and there are businesses who are like well what's the point of me set, like showing a bad review anyway I mean you have to for transparency but anyway yeah carry on yeah. um so people some of the initial reactions basically said okay so fair enough something like Trustpilot great you'll still give us the stars for those in search engine result pages but we understand why you wouldn't give us any stars for something where we've just taken out all the negative reviews but actually so optimize he actually asked john Mueller about this on twitter and said from his understanding using third-party tools like trustpilot to show reviews and markup is fine as long as you can't screen out the bad ones but john's come back and said he's double checked to make sure and that's incorrect regardless of how the reviews are embedded on your site widget or not if it's for your own local business or organisation, they would be considered self-serving and not be shown. Okay, so thank you, John. Gutted there. I mean, yes, gutting, but I, I mean... also fair enough. Yes, fair enough, because I, I suppose what Google wants to do is, I don't know, more transparency? I don't, I don't know. I yeah, don't. Well, just, they're just going even more hardcore on the trust yeah and credibility factors aren't they yeah but it doesn't mean that you should stop using third-party sites like Trustpilot or FIFO but you make sure obviously you are even publishing the bad reviews as well yes definitely and yeah and definitely still use third-party sites because people will still go to Trustpilot and go to FIFO yeah to like do oh sorry I'm gonna put that down because that made a loud bang uh <laughs> yeah because people still go to these sites to look at reviews and yeah. do you know what I mean that's exactly 
people do their research and they want to know how good a business is or how good a product is, don't and they? Not only that, but what if Google changes its mind and changes this algorithm again one day and you've given I mean, up on reviews I mean, Google altogether. doesn't change their mind. What are you on about, Hannah? <laughs> That's never happened. <laughs> okay, so linking back to your point then about having the right schema types, yep. Search Engine Journal did an article which basically showed what schema types are allowed so which schema types can you use where rich results reviews will not be limited I said it I did it so obviously you could google this so if you go on schema.org there is this information but just to give you an overview so schemas that are allowed are books courses creative work season so what we mean here is um a media se- season e.g tv radio video oh, yeah. game sort of thing and then you've got creative work series and that's similar to the creative work season um, but it's more of a group of related items but not necessarily of the same kind okay um you've also got episode event game how to so there you've got instructions that explain how to achieve a result by performing a sequence of steps Um, like a recipe I guess like a recipe yeah local business media object so media object is an image video or audio object that's embedded in a web page or a downloadable data set movie music playlist music recording organization product recipe software application so there's quite a lot of schema types there that are allowed that we can get reviews shown against yes yeah yeah which makes sense yes so thank you google for that one (laughs) So since the algorithm update, tools have been reporting a drop in the number of views showing in search results. So in a Search Engine Land article, it quotes, um, Moz is showing in its Mozcast feature tracker a four-point drop from 39.2% of the results showing reviews to 358 Rank Ranger is showing in its Rank range of feature tracker and almost five point drop so they they've seen from 42 percent of the results showing reviews to 37.3 and semrush hannah's favorite tool or one of hannah's favorite tools is showing in its sensor tool about a four point drop from 52 percent of the results showing reviews to 47.6 so the data is there yeah it's already working it's already working and yeah so yeah so what do, can people do about that I guess obviously you, you've got reviews you've, say for example you've put all the right schema in you've put reviews against the right areas so you've got a book yes you've got a schema in there to be like so I've written a book, book. Sarah's uh, Sarah's life quotes yeah great can't <laughs> wait to read it and you've marked it up as a book I have and then I review it thank I you review it on your website for you Yes. And give it five stars. Thank you very much. Um, and then Dom reviews it. Oh. And he gives it one star. Oh, Dom. <laughs> Was it not relevant for you? So, <laughs> and, and then we, we put that on Trustpilot, we put it on FIFA, everything like that. What do you do? Okay, right. So, first things first, when it comes to reviews, mm-hmm. you've got to respond. Yeah? Yeah. So, firstly, it's good manners and... I mean, British people are very good at good manners. We're very polite people. In general. In general, we like to think. Yeah, so it's good manners. It looks good on the business. So especially with bad reviews. um, So some people, like they're like, oh, so 
we've said it on the earlier point about not wanting to show bad reviews or yeah, not knowing yeah. how to handle it's perfectly acceptable and it makes your business look legit if you've got some bad reviews yeah. because in 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 a realistic world you're not going to get all good reviews are you no like there are negative nellies out there and they will find something bad but with bad reviews you you need to respond and if you do so you will be seen as you're proactively doing something about it yeah and you're answering them and you're giving and and that will look good even if um, um even if it's something that you can't actually do something about so say for example you know that your your delivery it should happen within two to five days yeah but actually at the moment because of problems that you can't deal you can't solve right now everything's getting delivered within 14 days and you're going to get a crap load of really bad reviews yes so you can even respond to those and just say look we're really really sorry this is something that we are aware of we, we appreciate it it's, it's not acceptable please do contact us and we'll like give you a gesture of goodwill or something like that. Yeah, or we'll, yeah. we'll do what we can to try and resolve this situation and find out exactly where your parcel is. But please be assured it's something that we are aware of and we are working on. Somebody is a brand new customer coming to that will be like, oh, wow, there's seven, 17 reviews here saying it took two weeks to come rather than two days. But then it's got all your, your replies on there and it's like, wow, actually, they're good people. They've actually yeah. bothered to respond yeah, and they've yeah. said something useful. And it's and it's out of character for the business as well. They, they've no, and, and they're doing something about it. Yeah. So, so it's good. And then also you've got to think back to eat as course, well. Yeah. So especially so with the trust side of things if your business is like responding and getting back to customers that's only gonna like help with the trust side of things yeah and the expertise and the authority definitely and just to reiterate on that so um i looked at google my business's support page and it says responding to reviews shows that you value your customers and the feedback that they leave about your business. So it all goes back to the UX and Google laying out the red carpet for its customers. So just like I wouldn't refer you to a company that wasn't actually great. No. Google doesn't want to refer their users to a website that's not great. I mean, you might do if we fall out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got bigger worries if we fall out. And who I'm going to refer you to. <laughs> You've like, got a blacklist. Use this shampoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awesome it won't give you dandruff at all <laughs> okay and also on that same support page they say that high quality positive reviews from your customers will improve your business vis- business's visibility and increase the likelihood that a potential customer will visit your location so the important part here is the visibility because that's what any business wants visibility to be shown and to be seen yep so in search results so it's where google is saying good reviews mean good rankings perhaps specifically in relation to local seo but it's still important yeah definitely so what about other reviews so you've got so obviously we've talked about third party sites your trust pilot your fifo so you've got google my business reviews yes very important well i mean it's google's review (laughs) so of course it's (laughs) it's going to care about its own review platform (laughs) exactly exactly facebook reviews yeah of course yeah with facebook reviews you can link via organization schema markup um, and that are actually some stats out there which say people actually prefer to leave Facebook reviews probably because they use it more than Google reviews and so know how to do it easily but also because it's probably more reputation building but also damaging yeah especially for small businesses yeah so somebody's 
taken off all your eyebrows when they're only supposed to tweak them then you putting that on their Facebook page is going to really warn anybody else <laughs> off isn't it <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah and, and reviews reviews are just important really yeah. aren't they so I think in summary <coughs> that and also <laughs> what my cough (laughs) in summary I think it's important to really really focus in on reviews there's not that much more important from a user experience point of view but also Google's not not going to drop this one no of course they're not they've given it an awesome name of Google Starmageddon (laughs) okay are you ready for the feature well an SEO SAS episode would not be an SEO SAS episode without a feature now, would it? It's like you had just optimised that sentence for SEO SAS episode. Did I over-optimise though? <laughs> would I get penalised? <laughs> we Pops. are so lame. Okay. <laughs> we can be lamos together. Oh, yeah. Lamos for life. That's our next tattoo, Hannah. Can we change it to llamas? I really like llamas. Llama. Llamas Have you heard... Life. Okay. So llama is the animal, but it also stands for lesbian drama. Oh my word, I did not know that. There you go. I, I don't know if you just ruined the word llama for me. <laughs> so I could be like, oh my gosh, Curse has given me so much llama. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I love you, Curse. Obviously, you never give me drama. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, Alpaca it in. Come on. Pack it it. Alpaca. Is that a llama? Oh, alpaca it in. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Puns coming at you like it's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, being as we've just been talking about reviews, okay, let's bring give it back. Give us one. Let's bring it back. Yeah, give us one. Thank you. Um, this feature is going to be on which of these are real review platforms. Okay, so it's a true or false. You know how much you love those. Ah, so you've like come up with some fake ones. Yeah. Oh, I love Hannah. I, I love when ones. you make up stuff. Thanks. Me too. Okay. I want you to tell me. Which ones are true and which ones are false? Are you ready? <coughs> now that cough is out, yes. Okay. Number one. <laughs> Get your microphone to control. <laughs> it's going on. Okay. Number one. Why thank you? Spelt with a Y. Why thank you? How many are there? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven. Eleven. Right. Okay. So. I've never heard of this one before, but that doesn't mean it isn't a thing. Are these just in the UK or a- anywhere? They're anywhere, yeah. Okay, so why... Think, think review platform as well. Think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good name for a platform. So I'm going to go yes. True. Okay, cool. Inner thoughts. Inner thoughts or in your thoughts? Inner. Oh, inner. Mm. Inner thoughts. That sounds less review site to me and more like psychological course sort of thing so like how much thought you put in <laughs> i'm going to say false bizarre voice which is spelt b-a-z-a-a-r voice no false pluck true tell me more tell me more tell me sweet lit no that's not even the song is it tell me more go on then yes what's your beef <laughs> I like that one. I mean, not really for the vegans of the world, is it? <laughs> what's your beef? Is it spelt like yow as well? Like, what's yow beef? No, or? it's spelt completely grammatically correct. Said very sensibly. What's what's your beef? I like it. I'm going to say yes. 
Mazinga, which is M-Z-I-N-G-A. Mazinga. Bazinga. Mazinga. I'm going to say no, because I think there's a company out there that sounds sort of similar that does something, something else. So no, false. Trust spot. (laughs) Um, How many times have I said true and false? I've... You've said, oh, I don't know. I can't make True. Turn to. Turn to? Yeah. As in, I will turn to you. Mm-hmm. Turn to. No, false. What she said. <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, that's got to be one. Influenza. <laughs> Influenza. Uh, no, I'm saying false. Awesome. Okay, so you got three out of 11 right. massive win for me okay so to run through those why thank you is not one and you said it was inner thoughts not one you got that one right it really isn't bizarre voice is one you said it wasn't pluck you got that correct it is one had you heard of that one uh no i hadn't awesome (laughs) tell me more you said it was it's not what's your beef you said it was it's not mazinga you said it it was it wasn't and it is Trust spot, you got right, it is. Turn to, you said it isn't and it is. What she said, you said it is and it isn't. That's one I made up. And influenced her is and you said it isn't. Ah. So the ones that made up were why thank you, inner thought, tell me more, what's your beef and what she said. <laughs> They're good ones that you come up with. Thank you. Well done. Round of applause. <laughs> Right, that's that's the end of this uh, week's episode, isn't it? It certainly is. Thank you very much for being part of it. I've really enjoyed it. That could not have sounded any more sarcastic. <laughs> I meant every word. I meant every word. Yes, if you would like to get in touch with us, maybe you just want to say how brilliant we are. <laughs> no, if you'd you, like to be our friend. You want to be our friend. I mean, if you've got a question that you want us to answer, if you just want to give us some feedback, if you just want to talk to us, then we have an email, which is hello at seoseospodcast.com, Twitter, seo underscore SES. I'm on Twitter, Sarah McDuck, both on LinkedIn. You know our names by now. If you've forgotten, it's at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> give us a review as well. Because um, this whole episode has been about reviews. Yeah. And the one thing that helps our podcast get into people's noses is more reviews. So whatever pa- podcast playing platform you are on, well give done, us a review. By the way. Podcast playing platform. How many times can you say that in a row? I don't know. Probably one. But anyway, (laughs) shall we say goodbye? Goodbye. Goodbye.